This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist. AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you see me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode one forty-five, live from Death Row. I'm back. We back, both of us in the studio at the same damn time. Feel, feels fucking good. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, man, I'm still a handsome young man. Okay, pause. Yeah, yeah. No, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, um, what a week, man. How you been, my brother? Uh, cold, man. All things considering, you know, I'm good. I had a slight procedure on my foot on Tuesday. So I'm in this bitch with one Nike boot on and uh, one Isotoner house shoe. But, (laughs) you know, I can get around. Uh, I'm better than I was a week ago, man. God is good, man. I went back to my follow-up appointment today with my doctor, you know, just to get... You know, the nooks and crannies checked out. Yeah. And, man, I ain't even going front. When I seen that man, I got a tear in my eye because I was like, nigga, you saved my life. That's like real. like on some real shit. Like uh, he took, he t- when I went to emergency, like the doctors don't tell you like a whole bunch of shit yeah. like right then and there. But the doctor told me like a day or two later, he was like, man, you would have been another day or two in the streets. You probably would have died. So, I mean, I'm. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I'm thankful to God that I'm still here. You know, God is God is still everything good. have been a little bit more um in high definition this week. Yeah, yeah. Like everything is a little bit more appreciative. Definitely. And I mean, the biggest thing now, I just gotta stick to, you know, a decent diet, make sure I take my meds and shit. So I mean, all that bullshit I have been eating, that shit gotta be out the window because the nigga gotta live. Facts, 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 man. Uh I've been uh I I gave up meat, you know what I'm saying, again for the for Lent? Well, just, I was trying to do uh, Meatless March, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then when everything was going on, I'm like, all right. Then I'm like, oh, damn, Lent is this month. So uh, it's been a week, man, and it's been cool. But, like, because once you fall off the wagon, fam, I used to be on there for, like, eight to nine months. Once you fall off the wagon, it's hard to hard to get back on. I said for Lent, I'm, I'm giving up red meat. Yeah. You know, just coming off of being sick as fuck, I'm giving up red meat to see what I can do. Because, like... Nigga, in the week that I was in the hospital, like, 
I went to the hospital would have been two weeks ago this sat this upcoming Saturday. Nigga, I lost like fifteen pounds. Yeah. In like a week and a half. So I mean was I you know, eating in there? Yeah, I was eating in I'm there. I'm saying like what well, let me rephrase. What was you eating when you was in there? I mean, I could order anything that was on the menu, but the shit but when it come to me, it just ain't got no salt. You know what I'm saying? So like in the morning I order like a fruit cup. Some fucking hash browns and an omelet, and I get that shit, and it's just like no salt on the shit. They yeah. give me like some Mrs. Dash and some pepper, and that's that's all the fuck they get. Like so, I had like one night I had like short ribs and shit. Like the shit was good. <laughs> this nigga this bitch eating ribs. What the fuck is going on? Hey man, that, that's it was the hospital. The shit was <laughs> the shit was good, but it just ain't had no salt. So I mean, can you buy cigarettes in the hospital? No, nah, you can't buy no cigs in the hospital. Just wondering. No. If they selling ribs and shit, like I mean the, that's it ain't the most healthy shit in the world. Like even, man, even when you in the perfect health, like the hospital selling ribs is kind of ridiculous. It wasn't selling ribs. It's on the it's on the menu for patients. Yeah, you bought you nigga, you paid I mean my insurance definitely eighty two dollars for those ribs, yeah, nigga. Basically. But I mean so everything I ate in the hospital, I ate regular food is just like a low sodium diet. So yeah. I couldn't fuck with Oh, the, the one thing they wouldn't let me order because they did have like Philly cheese steaks on the menu, and I went to call and ordered. Oh, it's that. the hospital. Why do they got this type of food? Hey, because niggas gotta eat. And I called to give me a Philly. Well, I guess if you're in the business of of uh, low key, I guess that makes sense for your business to keep niggas on. But they told me no to that shit. It was like that's not on the low sodium menu, so mm. you can't have it. Yeah, dog. That's wild. Uh, man, I'm still around here. This bitch limping and shit. I saw. Uh, my, Dragging that leg behind you? Yeah, it's a lot better than it was like a week ago, but my shit still swole up. You know what I'm saying? Didn't they say you blew some blood vessels or some shit? Yeah, little torn ligaments, bust some blood vessels and shit. So is that the type of shit that's going to heal in a week? Uh, I thought like the swelling would be gone, though. Are you putting, are you icing it? Yeah, I mean, elevating it. Elevating shit. Okay. And I, I've, been t- I've been taking some fucking medicine, fam. They gave me some, um, some painkillers? Some, uh, no. Some uh, ibuprofen and shit, you know. Okay. I don't take medicine, but they gave it to me, so it's for the inflammation. So I'm trying but to you're do. Not taking it? No, I've been taking oh, it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So like, hey, this is you know, some real. So uh, I you got to get better. We getting old, my nigga. No, it's not that. I want to go. I want to run on a treadmill. I've been wanting to get back in the gym, right? But like, I can't run you can't on the do treadmill. It with that loose ass, with <laughs> right. that gummy bear ass ankle. So I'm thinking like, all right, nigga, hurry up, get this shit together, so I can, you know, what I'm saying, get my cardio and shit back together. Because that's what I. I mean, I'm a runner. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So as soon as that You're shit a runner, pop off, huh? hey man, I'm. A, I mean, if you look up in the in the, in the, I don't know if my record still holds um, in the cities, but you know, I'm on the board at Cody. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doctor said give him like two more weeks and I'll be able to work out and shit. So I'm gonna hit the gym with Verge and some of y'all niggas. Oh man. man, I went up to the fucking uh, L.A. with Verge and did this motherfucking spin class. Yeah, on Saturday. yeah. Now I'm all, I work on Saturday mornings and shit, but nigga, I was in that bitch tired. Yeah, I heard tired, that spin class tired, hard as nigga. fuck. You know what I'm saying? But like, I ain't want to. Uh, Verge is up there and um, I ain't want to. I can't. I can't like not perform when niggas watching you. You know what I'm saying? And Jackie was up there too, man. Shout out to Jackie. Um, so I can't not perform. I'm like, all right, y'all niggas here, I got to uh, perform. But I was tired of the motherfucker, though. Hey, man, I, d- I did that one time. Somebody paid for me to do like a, a little workout session with them. Yeah. And like in the middle of that shit, I was like, nigga, I, I didn't had enough. I couldn't do no more. <laughs> I mean, I give you the money. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's, 
If it's if you worried about the thirty dollars you done paid, yeah. I I can cover it, but I'm done. Uh, so man, how, what? There's a lot of stuff going on this week, dog. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's let's talk about it, man. Okay, what's what's first? Um, we want to go to R. Kelly first, yeah, or you want? Let's go to R. Kelly interview. Now, what's up? What's up with Mark Kelly? Huh? Uh, that was the worst interview ever. You, 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 you've been in a position before where you've lied to a woman. I, well, let me just speak for me. Okay, I've been in a position before where I've lied to a woman, and she knows you're lying. Gail King had that look on her face, like nigga, sit your lying ass down. I've definitely been in this situation. I think we talked about it on here before, where I was telling the truth, and I know she thought I was lying, and I felt like. He looking at me like I'm lying, but I, I know I'm telling 100 percent true. But yeah, she. So I hate the term "unbothered." You know yeah, what I'm saying? I How do. they be putting that shit on there? But like in real life, nigga, that she looked she was really not, unbothered. She was not sweating <laughs> none of that shenanigans. She like Robert, sit your, sit your ass down. <laughs> the fu- sit the fuck down. Yeah, like Rob, Rob. Listen, I'm not about to let you come up here and do a little fucking monologue, okay? Yeah. Um. So I said on here before, like Rob's a retard. I believe that. Like, y'all probably never heard him, like, speak in, like, full sentences before. Not about a music video or something like that. Because this is why. Like, he's just not that bright. As in, well, he's not that bright in a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. He's clearly very bright in the uh, realm of... Uh, Underage women. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, who the fuck is his publicist, his lawyer, all that shit? Because they should have did it. Dead at that shit. I just read online today that he just went and hired Bill Cosby's publicist. <laughs> like, Phil, what are you doing? Like, that's not the, that's not who you should be seeking out for help. No, man. Like, clearly, Bill Cosby shit didn't work out well. No, he's in prison. <laughs> he's in prison, my nigga. Why would you reach out to the other rapists? Hey, man, R. Kelly going to jail. Like, there's nothing about that interview that made me think, like, oh, he didn't know, motherfucker. You are going to jail. Then they're going to build a jail on top of that shit to put your ass up under it. Yeah. Um, you and, heard about the there was a report that a 13-year-old from the city of Detroit has now been thrown into the mix yeah. from a situation that allegedly happened back in 2001. Yeah, I heard about that. Fam, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I've 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 given my opinion on the R. Kelly case. I feel like the nigga's guilty. He's going He's going to prison this time. Yeah. Cuz he doesn't have money. Yeah, that'll do it too. Like before, he couldn't he couldn't pay that bill to get out. Yeah, and he and he's in, he locked up right now Not on for some child, child support shit. But like right now, and you know what's so funny? Last week, remember when I was t- I was like trying to think of who was the who man's is this? Yeah, I end up throwing one out there, but it wasn't that one. It was the lady who bailed R. Kelly out of jail. Okay, because she did it with money from a wrongful death suit from her young daughter. Like really? Like I, that's the money that you want to use? You lost your daughter in some tragic. Stuff? I don't understand the appeal for older women for R. Kelly because like it's like they can't or younger. The- <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it because they just can't let this nigga go. Yeah. This motherfucker's going to jail and he going to be singing your body's calling in the shower with a bunch of grown ass men. What's interesting is, is that um, so before he got off because I think he got off because I mean, side note, the accused, the, the victim took the stand and said it wasn't me. So that's the major reason. Yeah. But he had enough money and enough legal power to Extend the length of that trial, right? Because it was damn near ten years later 
Like it was 2009, 2007. So it was a good like six six years later before that trial happened. Tape came out 2001. Not Guilty came out, what, like, 07 or some shit? Right. Like, it was a long time. You a lot of continuances yeah, and yeah. shit like you that. You don't got the money to do that now. You, you Who who you about to get? You about to call Sam? Um, Sam is expensive as fuck. Facts. You about to call <laughs> it's, uh, it's, Jeff All the Sam niggas is expensive as fuck. Yeah, so I don't I don't think that's, that's, that's not, that's not going to work. That's cool. Just make it a clue, a cool, quick ass trial for that nigga in jail. Let me ask you a question though. Um, the original girl from the tape, the fourteen year old, who took the stand and said it wasn't her, her. Yeah. and her parents said it wasn't her, whole nine yards. If let's say ten years from now, she comes out and does like a, a tell all and say, "Hey, it was really me." How do we treat her? Then that shit should be silent. Shouldn't nobody give a fuck. You played yourself. That's how you feel? Well, I'm mean, clearly that's how you feel. Yeah, I mean, like you you fucking played yourself. You should Do you, you think she's lying now or like is it's hard. It's hard to believe the other story now. You know what I'm saying? Like but you, we saw her on the tape. Like we would know that she's telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just feel like it why why come out with it ten years from now? Well, why would be the purpose? I'm asking these questions for a reason, but like, why are you actually the victim and still in love with him? Because we found out via the documentary oh. that they still messing around. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so why you're actively still in love with him and you don't rec- recognize that you're actually being abused? Like, you are, you still on the team, but like, years later, when you finally break free, we're going to believe her because we saw the tape. Yeah. So the two young girls who are there now, the 21 year old and yeah, the, the other ones that were in the interview. Yeah, they don't rec. They don't know that they're victims. Victims, right? Yeah, they they feel like they are part of something special. Yeah, so they on television, and they like, no, nah, it's our parents. My parents told me, and all this other stuff. I don't know what to believe in that situation. But if years now on the line, they'd be like, look, I was brainwashed. Yeah. Like, I thought, because we all know that these niggas is like victims. Yeah. Like I, I, I clearly I understand that something's something's not right. Some, in yeah, yeah, it ain't it ain't a normal boyfriend girlfriend situation. Yeah. So it's not in your mind. Is it far fetched for someone while they're still inside of the the quote unquote abuse for them not to? No, it's not far fetched because I've I've seen occasions with like a, my homeboy and his ex were like in an abusive ass relationship, yeah. and you know no matter what happened. Like, she stabbed this nigga one time and collapsed his lung. When we mm. got to the hospital, she there holding his hand. Mm. And they back together a week later. So, yeah. I mean, I can understand that cycle of abuse. You know, sometimes you That's stay. That's a great analogy because there's definitely been situations where women have been in a, an abusive relationship um, being attacked by a man. And, and they take, stay. And they'll take the stand and defend them. Say, yeah. no, this never happened. Why your eye is swollen? He beat me because he loved me. You know, uh, some shit like that. Or they'll deny it. Uh, I hate this a tough transition but shout out to the women out there because today is international women's day yeah um <laughs> but it made me think about that um so i asked those questions just because i want to get a baseline um and i think most people would agree that with this r kelly situation like we understand who the victims are yeah. or whatnot like what if you didn't see the tape like what if there was no r kelly tape and it's just rumors well no it's 
it's no R. Kelly tape, but the same testimony, the same people who came out and said the same thing, you just never saw a tape of it. Like, how how would you feel personally? I, I tend to believe that when people say the same thing about you yeah. for years, decades, like, there's got to be a sprinkle of truth in that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, niggas call, if niggas was to call me, like, a thief for 10, 20 years. Man, you know something going on. Yeah, so, I mean, for, for me, that's... You know, I even if I hadn't saw a tape, I got to think there's got to be something fishy going on there. I mean, it, we we from Detroit. If you just go back to the shit with Aaliyah, like she was that marriage certificate was allegedly forged, and she was fourteen, fifteen. Like that shit, that shit don't make no sense to me. It's just not hey, right. Well, like back then, um, I had no idea how old Aaliyah was, right? But I knew she was older than me, and she looked a lot older than me. And I never, I remember hearing about that stuff, but like. I was a kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was a kid. Yeah. And I was a super kid. But I always figured like. Super kid. Yeah. But like when you were in the music industry, I just figured that she was like an adult and shit. Like I just it had a it. different stigma then because like I don't think we really grasped like what was going on. What was she real. She was more or less a peer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like well, not a, even. Well, more or less in that circle. She wasn't like 20, 30 years older than us. She was. Who knew? No, maybe five, six. Yeah. Like, because at that time, we didn't know how old she was. It was just how she was presented. You were Other than, like, people who knew her from the city, like, oh, I went to school with her. But, like, she was different. And, man, I'm a father of a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. I love my baby girl. You understand? And there's no way in fuck I would sign shit over for anybody to marry her. This just just not happening. And there's no way, as a father and as a parent, that I hear rumors like about... Like, if my daughter has some type of musical talent, which would be phenomenal, uh, I'm the management. And what I can do for you is you can pay me my salary and I just hang around right. and make sure everything is all right with my baby girl. I right. get I get her here on time. You know, I make sure she's transported. It's be cheaper for you, fam. Give me, I don't know, give me 70000 cash and I'll be good. Yeah. For the year. And you're going to make more. I make it. sure she on time to yeah. promo appearances. She in tip-top shape. But I got it. Well, I mean, I ask these questions or whatever so I can get kind of like a baseline, right? And I think most people, well, I think a, um, a decent amount of people will, will have those same beliefs. So this week, HBO ran. Finding Neverland. Uh, leaving Neverland. Yeah, yeah. With um, Mike. What would you think about that? Like, the, the generally speaking, even before you. Did you watch it? Uh, I don't have HBO currently. Okay, so you didn't you didn't take a book. I've seen clips online yeah. and shit though. Generally speaking, what did you feel about it? I feel, before I feel like the same way. I felt like Mike was on some creep shit. Like I don't give Michael Jackson a pass just because he made Thriller. Like Mike was on some creep shit too. I wouldn't leave my fifteen year old son at fucking Neverland to spend the night with Mike. Like no. Yeah. So I saw a lot of people. Um, off rip saying they're not interested in watching this at all um and oprah was be should be ashamed and like this don't make no sense oprah be- chase a dollar we'll, we'll get to that okay um this don't make no sense because specifically these boys took the stand and said nothing happened to them so whatever they say is like off rip like we don't believe you because you took the stand and you you defending them. But I think you make a good point, though, with, with those young boys. It's the same thing as the young lady that we was talking about in the R. Kelly yeah. case. Like, when you involve and in the mix of it at that moment, do you really believe that you're a victim? Probably not. 
and and both those families were were paid something if I'm if I'm correct. Not not these families, no. Okay. Well, while they were they were friends with Mike. So as they were like being friends or whatever, like I mean, I guess perks come with that. You know, yeah. you go different of things, course. but it wasn't like but like I just off rip people's like I'm not interested because they took the stand. I'm like, well, a lot of people do that. Like when they actively involved, he's like, well, no, they was an adult and he still took the stand and he still didn't say nothing. But then like literally yesterday, we just watched the two adults, women defend R. Kelly. And right. we actively know that they're abused, yeah. but they actively, they even blame their own parents. They said, no, my parents are in this for money. They told me to take sexy pictures with R. Kelly using as blackmail. That could have happened. Or that could not have happened. Like I, I just feel like that that type of behavior is like predatory. You know what I'm saying? Like you, from my understanding, like you pick out. It's almost like he's able to pick out his victim and kind of groom them yeah. into what he wants them to be. And from every understanding that I have, that's that's predatory. That's 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 just some foul shit. Yeah. So it's a it's interesting to me because I took a listen. I mean, I watched it or whatever because I don't know if these two people are telling the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, or whatever. But like, I wasn't gonna summarily dismiss them specifically because they took the stand and defended oh, him yeah, before yeah. or in the past. And I took offense. Well, I find it strange that people was like, "Why are you?" It's irresponsible to to, to air this documentary. Because Michael isn't here to defend himself. Um, Doesn't matter. Let's just say that this abuse happened, right? Right. I need the person who abused me to be alive in order for me to tell my story. Like, I need their permission, their presence. No. Like, if something happened to me, I'm t- like, because they're like, oh, this is one sided. It's their story. Like, they're saying what happened to me. What is the other side? There is no other side. I'm explaining what happened to me. This is this is how I don't need I don't need Mike's side. This is our I don't know if people understood what the Leave and Neverland thing was about. You know what I'm saying? But from what I picked up is like they were so staunch, like, no, we would because these kids, this this was happening when they were seven years old. Yeah. From like seven to fourteen, whatever. They thought they was in a relationship with him well they were in a relationship with him allegedly whatever the fuck and like even after it was over the the a physical abuse like they really were still one of the niggas still in love with the nigga like you can clearly tell like it took them up until both of them had children and you talk to their wives you know what i'm saying it was on there and you can see how the, how it was a, a different dynamic once they had children yeah. for them to recognize like something was happening and i gotta leave this I got to leave Neverland, essentially this utopia place and realize that what the fuck was going on. Cause like once the, once the dude had children, he's like, man, this child is so vulnerable. It's like, fam, this child is easily influenced, like reaching the age that I was when all that other stuff started happening and that start fucking with him. So I'm like, fine. Y'all say these two kids or these two guys, um, was lying. So their whole family was lying. All their family is great actors. The wives, how, how the wives were, reacting to how they were treating each other in the marriage and how like i don't believe everybody is lying i feel you you know what i'm saying like yeah. i can't say that every single thing in there wasn't rehearsed or script like you, you you've been doing this for a long time now you know what i'm saying you probably got your story down pat 
All I'm saying is there's a number of people out here who have made it up in their mind that there's no possible way that Michael Jackson could have touched children. And I want you to just to look at the evidence of the behavior. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. Like, how, like people really think, oh, I can. It never happened. It couldn't. Like, fam, do you see this behavior? Yeah, it, and then why are you so narrow-minded to think that it just could never happen? Like, Mike is not beyond reproach. He's not. He's a human. Yeah. With a very, very traumatic childhood with a lot of trauma. Like, he is the perfect case study abuse for someone. more abuse. If someone was going to be a, a type that, that abused children and everything, like, he is the perfect case study from his childhood to his actions, for him being around children, to the fact that he paid out so many lawsuits, so many millions of dollars in lawsuits. He paid the one kid, Jordan, uh, Jordy or Jordan Chandler, $25 million. That was the first case. $25 million settled in court. That was the first case back in 93. And he said he did it because his lawyer said it would be cheaper. Cheaper than what? Nigga, $25 million ain't cheap. Cheaper than what? Nigga, give me a verdict. I wish you would say I touched a fucking kid. Multiple children. And I'm going to keep paying cases out. Keep paying out, yeah. Even after, let's say you ain't do nothing, Mike. After the first case, you kick out $25 million. Ain't nobody on your team tell you, you you probably got to move a little bit differently, fam. Because it clearly looks a certain way. Yeah. How about you move differently? No, give me more kids. Come on, man. Open up the checkbook, Mike. Now, this don't mean that I believe that these two boys and such and such and all they fam. Michael Jackson is a weird guy, right? That's fucked. Everybody keeps saying that, though. Like, that is, well, no, we all know he's weird. You can't sweep everything under the 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 weird adjective, right? And like, well, you know, we know he's weird. No, he's really pedophilish. Well, why would a parent leave their children with Michael Jackson for that long? Why would a grown man accept a child for that long? Like, if you brought one of your kids over to my crib, two hours later, I'm like, all right, damn, these niggas been here long enough, nigga. And two hours later, <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me come get my baby. Like, all right, nigga, they getting hungry, they gonna yeah. feed. Like, hey, nigga, uh. Where you at, nigga? Yeah. Why would I keep? Why would I keep someone's child for weeks at a time? I like it, like I get it. Why would the parents do it, right? But why would you accept it? I wish you would. Don't, nigga, don't leave your dog with me for two weeks. <laughs> Let alone an entire <laughs> a child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. With, with a man that doesn't have children. And if you love children somewhere, why don't you have your own? I mean, he had them later. He had them after all them cases, and everybody start like, "Nigga, we ain't never sent you with no girl." Then you pop up with a wife, El- Elvis' daughter, and then you pop up with some babies. And well, baby mama, and she said they ain't never have sex. Wow. And you clearly know they're not his children. Those children are one hundred percent. They white. icy white. <laughs> they icy white. Mike, we saw your nigga nose. We seen your whole family bloodline. All y'all look alike. You all y'all had the same nose before y'all got to the same doctor. Fam, them children is not black hey man, at all. man, you signed a birth certificate as your baby. All I'm saying is, dog, these stories that the gentlemen were saying were very graphic about the what was actually happening. Yeah. It was, it was, it's disgusting. Oh, for sure. But they never talked about it as if it was disgusting. 
because it became a I, my thinking is that is has been normalized. Yeah, they it was like a way of life. He told them like this is how you express your love for each other. Yeah, and like you know, Mike had installed like so he got a, a giant house. And he got like um They got a compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's a hallway going to his crib. I mean, going to one of his bedrooms. And like as you walk, every step you make, like, is a ding dong in the bedroom. So he knows when someone's coming up to the bedroom that he would have lock with the children inside. Like, come on, fam, you got the early uh, alert system. Yeah. Yeah. But yet it's some of y'all that is unfathomable. I'm not saying he did, it's hundred percent proof, but it's unfathomable. That something happened. You know, somebody, uh, comedian Macho reached out and he made a point that, uh, Michael Jackson was married to Lisa Marie Presley, whose father was allegedly a pedophile too. Was that, you know, some type of connection? Well, we know him and R. Kelly. Uh, you are not alone. Well, <laughs> R. Kelly giving him hits. Like, and R. Kelly was like, look, nigga, you are not alone. We are both getting these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Oh, man. I'm just saying. That's terrible. That's fucking terrible. But, I mean, fuck it. I, <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can live with it, I guess, man. Yo, uh. I don't know, man. It's it's it was tough to it was tough to watch just the clips. Uh, if this is what follows Michael Jackson's legacy, then so be it. Like I don't want I don't want the truth swept under the rug. You know, we there's a lot of artists, a lot of dignitaries, people that we kind of I don't want to say look up to, but that are admired as as far as entertainers, athletes. Michael Jackson whatever. is the most famous person in the history of people. Well, he might be the most famous pedophile can, that we know. Can you think of a person who's been more famous than Michael Jackson? I know we play around with the Beyonce shit. It's not close. Like it's it's literally not. It's even not close. close yet. It's never going to be close because Michael Jackson was adored by men and women. Women love Beyonce. And niggas, we, 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 like, we like her and shit like yeah. that. You not fainting, though. No. You not fainting. Men and women was fainting for Michael Jackson in every country. Yeah, you He right. had... And his career was like, what, damn near 40, 50 years? What I'm saying, like, he six years old, he a child star. All the way up till he's 55 years old. Like, he has a, 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 a so big of an audience... Like it's not close. I don't. I can't think of a person who has been more. I mean, popular. kids still love Michael Jackson music. Kids. I can't think of a person who has been more popular than Michael Jackson, dog. Like in the history of Jesus. He, Jesus don't even headline his own birthday. <laughs> Santa Claus headlined Jesus' birthday. Oh fam. man, he don't. He don't headline Easter. The Easter Bunny got it. Like, is he that popular? <laughs> like, you saying Michael Jackson is more popular than than Jesus? I bet you more people can quote Michael Jackson lyrics than they can quote the red mm. verses in the Bible. I guarantee that. Man, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't want. I'm not saying that I put him above him. Yeah, I feel you. I'm talking about in popularity. Yeah, so. Damn, man. I didn't. That's a hard one. So that's people hard. was wrapped up in that. I've never been like that. Michael Jackson. Had music videos debut on Channel 2 after The Simpsons on the Sunday night. I remember night. that. Black and white. Can you imagine that? Like, what artists could do that? Like, may, Beyonce could probably pull that off. No. It would be uproar. 
If this, mm. we, I feel like I us, feel like one of her songs. Us, our people, will be fine. If you on a on prime time on a Sunday, if a Beyonce video nine came o'clock, on, nine o'clock at boy, night, boy, they gonna be like, give me my goddamn whatever the cartoon. I feel like I feel like she did that before. Like she debuted a, a song on network television, two four seven, nigga. <laughs> like everybody got these channels. You think Beyonce could shut some shit down like that? No, I do not. I think, think it's gonna happen. I think she could. I think she would be there to end when people. You know, it would like, have to be like a collaboration. It's a, large, a majority of a certain type of people who do not like Beyonce because of that yeah. Super Bowl shit. Yeah, nigga, they would protest. Everybody liked it, Michael Jackson. There wasn't until this this this. This. And remember, he went weird as fuck on that black or white video when he started beating the fuck out that car at the end of the video. Yeah. And that shit was on 247. That's crazy, dog. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that celebrity is what made people do things. Yeah. I'll tell you why I know people be fronting, though. Beyonce could get BET and VH1, though. Yeah. She'd get them to act right. But, look, man, I remember what really stuck out to me was these dudes in this video or on the on the joint, like they uh-huh. my age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like within like a year or so. Uh-huh. Like I remember when these trials was going on. I remember too. In '93, I'm like 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember when this trial was going on, and I remember like watching it. But like when you were a kid, you're not like into yeah, it like, not that. like that. But I remember watching it on television. And I remember well, like one of the, the maids or whatever saying they seen Michael Jackson naked with one of the kids. Because jo- the Jordy Chandler case is the one that, that came out in 93 or whatever. Like, I remember that. I remember a kid describing what Mike Jackson dick looked like. Because, you know, he got the spotted shit. Like, why do a child know that you got the spots on you? Yeah. And then Mike himself said they took pictures of everything. Why does a child know that? Like, something happened, fam. I'm not saying these two from the documentary that, that you 100% prove. Something inappropriate something, happened. Some inappropriate kids stuff was, was happening. And I don't understand why, how y'all made it up in y'all. Y'all turned this shit into black versus white. Oh, y'all doing this because it's the black man. Like, fam, you know me, right? Yeah. You know me and how. It's just right versus wrong at this point. It ain't no black and white shit to it. It's right versus fucking wrong. So I want to shout out to uh, Trinidad Ant, man. He posted this, man. I thought it was... Um, shout out to the homie Ant. He was like, black folks, these R. Kelly memes and posts are so funny. Replace the Jordan crying meme with R. Kelly face. Uh, do a video with the voiceover. Woo, Gail is unbothered. Man, that interview was funny. I love the internet. Also, black folks, why is media forcing R. Kelly on us? They want us to perpetuate the stereotype that are showing us black men that will never and they'll never show us Harvey Weinstein. And we stand with Robert. Black Twitter, gossip pages and our inability to take anything serious makes stuff like this a hot topic in national media. We literally don't stop talking about it online and then we make a billion viral memes and videos. So, of course, the media is going to go where the numbers are. We make it hot. We can't be mad. If they take advantage of it. Like plain and simple, the argument that you never see such and such. Well, guess what? I don't follow no white people. Except Pete, because he the homie. Yeah. <laughs> like I, my, my time, I that shit sound harsher than what I really mean it. But the majority of my timeline is people I know in real life or people around the coach. I don't know what people in other coaches be talking about because I don't follow them. I don't follow. I don't. I, I follow like six celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Like I follow my friends in real life. I don't I don't deal with like I don't know 
nobody who posts about Harvey Weinstein because I don't I'm not familiar with him other than the Dame Dad. I only reason I know who Harvey Weinstein is because he did a movie with somebody in my culture. I would not know who he is if he didn't do the movie with Dame Dash. I don't know what's going on in the in in Chinese culture. What kind of conversations do Ch- who is the biggest Chinese star in America? I don't fucking know. And it's not a knock, it's that I'm not in those circles. Yeah. So for us to keep saying, well, they don't say this, they, what if they are? Is that who you follow? I don't. I don't know what happened in these communities. And moreover, I'm not even concerned with it. I'm concerned with people in my community because the black folks in my community cannot be made to feel safe doing this type of behavior. I don't care what goes on on ETV. I don't watch it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So listen, man. People mad at Oprah, talking about they gonna cancel Oprah. Oprah, why, what if Oprah believed that Michael Jacks touched kids? Why she got to get canceled because she got like Oprah logical? Is, Oprah is literally black Jesus. She can't cancel her. Like y'all mad that she? I can't believe she did this because nigga, she think he touched the kids probably. Mike and Mike dead and gone. Jesus, I want to say crass, sound crass, but fuck him. Mike is dead and gone. Like nigga, if you want to listen, I want to rock with you. Listen to the shit. That don't mean he ain't touched the kid. That don't make you a bad person because you want to listen to the song. Do whatever you want to do. People personalize it like, I mean, I got to can't. You don't got to do nothing. And that cancel culture is just just stupid. Yeah. What are you niggas really can't? What have you niggas ever canceled? Nothing. You put a temporary stop on some shit, but you ain't never canceled shit with a nigga check at the bank. Yeah. Uh, on a lighter note, and speaking of cancel culture, H&M opening a brand new facility downtown Detroit. Man, I ain't feeling it. Why not? I ain't feeling it. I just ain't feeling it. Well, it, like, I'm not. It's not I'm a not, shot either, right? No, but I'm not one of them niggas that's a proponent of this new Detroit shit. I don't fucking like it. What don't you like about it? I don't like how that the city, and when I speak of the city, like the mayor, the people that pump money into the city only give a fuck about downtown and midtown. I don't like that shit. What you know about Chicago? What do you mean? We don't give a fuck about Chicago neighborhoods. We go to Chicago. We go for to the the downtown. For the Magnificent Mile and all yeah, that shit. We go to New York City for downtown. We go to Miami for South Beach. Don't nobody care about they, they Like, it's not like a new thing. I want somebody. But but I, I live in Detroit. I care about Detroit. I get it. But, like, people who don't know what's going on uh it'd be a lot of shit going on in the city niggas just hit me up oh i talk about this offline it'd be a lot of stuff going on in the city talking about our mass no oh Oh, yeah that too i mean Uh, yeah feral rafa got the got the bodega that they putting up in the city like i care about shit like that it's a lot of development and a lot of different things going on in the city ain't nothing wrong because they be like, man, you go to other cities they town town looks sweet and ours it's killing ours then they build up the downtown and niggas like no i want that shit I don't care about fucking downtown. Make downtown dangerous again. That's that's what I want. No, Make downtown dangerous but you, again. But no, no. But in real life, you do need downtown to be banging because you do need businesses to come down there so people can actually start working down there. Then they start moving and spending money in the city and growing a tax base. It got it got to be economic somewhere. And I like to go downtown in my own city and have a good time on the river walk. I like to go downtown in campus marshes. Like I like to Yeah, I like to, you know, walk with a young lady down on like, the river walk and shit. But like, like six or seven black owned bars that's downtown that I like to frequent. Like I like the fact that that shit. Like is that cool. one bar you stumbled in? 
No. <laughs> I'm thinking like, no, no, not that one. But uh, but like I, I, I do like that. And guess what? Gentrification ain't a white specific thing. It's not, but you but, can purchase because all right, bet. You saying everybody they got downtown, they got downtown. Well, you can't live downtown unless you want to live in an apartment. How about you focus your money and focus your resources on buying up the neighborhoods? Cause you Yeah, buy up the block. Because if it was the exact opposite and they just start buying up all the houses in the neighborhood, you would have a problem with that. I ain't gonna have nowhere to live. But that's but that uh, that also is happening throughout the city. So everybody complaining, what you gonna do about it? Are you gonna purchase a house in the city? Are you gonna cut your grass? Are you gonna you know what I'm saying? Like, are you gonna keep the shit clean? Like I can't like I get it when they do things systematically to stop one of us from getting some property or something like that. Maybe this economic development plans we had in place and then powers that be thwarted those to bring others in. That's a different argument. I would rather hear that argument, but just the argument of like, we gotta, we gotta have a better. I mean, they were supposed to build up Cass quarter or put affordable housing in that area. That was like a five year plan. That shit never happened. I think it's uh it's it's in it's in process right now. It, it's been <laughs> over five years and the shit ain't went up. It's in process right now. But look, man, I'm, that's I'm, um, in process is telling me like the checks in the mail, my nigga. It don't mean nothing till it's in my hand. Well, who gonna, you gonna fund it? Who gonna fund it? They're they're because uh, this not funded by the the city ain't doing like individual companies and people got to do the investment. Like yeah, we got a plan to build this up, but like all right, well we need we need funding. Who gonna put the money up? And niggas who ain't got no money and nothing to put in talking about what they want to have built for them. Nigga, where your money at? I don't, I'm not a fan. Buy your, buy your hood back. Buy the block back. That's how you help. That's how you buy land, then nobody can come and take your neighborhood from you. No, I'm I'm good with that. But I'm just not a huge fan of that. Uh HM coming to downtown Detroit don't do shit for day. The end. Period. Well, they don't necessarily make uh, clothes for your body type. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Barely. Not mine either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we got a special guest coming, man. I got to uh, give him a call, man. So we have to get this shit cracking. We'll be right back. All right. Hello. Yo, what's going on, brother? What up, Ty? What's going on, my brother? Good, good, man. I got you on the line with uh, my homeboy Dame, too, Dame. What's good? What's the deal, bro? Chilling, man. I was hoping y'all was going to make a delivery up here. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You could, you could put the order in. We'll uh, we get it dropped off to you. Okay. Uh, but uh, listen, Matter man. Matter of fact, we, we might be able to wave the seat for you tonight. Oh, that, that, sound, that sounds A-OK. <laughs> yeah. Hey, check it out. See how it works. Uh, but yeah, man. So look, man. On on, on Sunday, somebody at um, somebody had sent me a page. You know, what I'm saying how you send shit through IG or whatever, and it was like, uh, you hip to this? I'm like, no. Nah. And then I looked at. It, I'm like, it looked like I was like, what is it though? I, I was confused. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how it worked. So I'm about to reach out, and uh, and it looked like they local. So shit, I want to reach out to them, talk about it, how it started, how you know how business going, and how people can get involved and just get a little bit more information, man. So we reached out and uh, we made the connection and we're glad that we can have you on the show, my brother. 
I would definitely, man. I definitely appreciate you reaching out. Now, you know what I'm saying? I want to explain it and get the word out and spread it even more. We local now. We trying to be international. Facts, facts. So, uh, what's the name of your uh, name of the company? The name of the company is Hashcab. Hashcab app. It's a progressive web app. You can go to www.hashcab.app and download it directly from the website. Okay. And uh, what exactly does it do? What's the what's the process behind it? Or thought thought process behind it? Well, the thought process behind it. Back in November, we actually had an election, and the election people voted to legalize recreational marijuana. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, legalized for everybody in Michigan, twenty one and up. Um, the interesting thing about the law right now is it's legal to possess, it's legal to to use, consume, uh, smoke, eat, but it's not legal to to sell or buy, and so that's that's one of the issues with the law. And so there there is a loophole in the law. Um, you can't sell it or buy it. You know what I'm saying? So we, that's that's why we say we don't sell marijuana at all. We say we deliver. Um, with the app, we have choices on there. We got different gift boxes. Our most popular one is a snack pack. So that's for anybody who got the munchies. You know, you order the snack pack and you actually get a code with every snack pack. The code is worth three points. Each point is redeemable for a gram of marijuana. So when the driver drops it off to you, if you want to get the free tree with it, all you do is ask the driver to put in their code. They put in the code to unlock the gift. You got you some snacks on the drink, some chips, some cookies, a lighter, some papers, and you got three grams. That's, that sounds like a good-ass <laughs> combo to me. That sounds like a good-ass combo. That's my Friday night. Yeah, man. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Hashcab and chill. We, we trying to coin that one. Oh, okay. that's, that's dope. So it's like Uber for, you know, Uber for the trees. Yeah, or right now we saying it's something like Uber Eats. Uber Eats, yes, because okay. they y'all delivering yeah. like the gift boxes and like and, and not selling anything, but just delivering the gift boxes. And exactly. So, so you exactly. only pay, you only paying essentially just for the gift boxes. Yeah, you paying for the gift box, and if you hey, if you want the gift box, and let's say you know you get a gift box, let's say you get a snack pack, that's three points. You decide not to redeem the points right now. Next time you order, you got three more points. Let's say okay. I want these six points now. Boom, you got six. You know what I'm saying? You got six grams you can redeem. Uh, so, that's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's an interesting little process, but it's a, it's a way, you know, to, to make sure that we can enjoy, uh, you know, the laws and take advantage of the laws that were voted by the people. Okay. And uh, we out here, man. So let me ask, when, what's, what's like the de- delivery times? Are y'all 24-7 right now, or is it, you know, 8 a.m.? No. Or- we're not 24-7 yet. We want to get there. One of our issues is we're looking for more drivers. So if, if y'all, anybody in the audience, you know what I'm saying, if y'all are interested in driving for hashtag, just go directly to the app and apply. Um, we got some pretty good rates. Okay. Um, so right right now we're open actually until 11 p.m. We're open from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. So we're doing 12 hours a day. Okay. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. So is this like your first foray into um, business or entrepreneurship? Um, I, no, I definitely wouldn't say that at all. I've been involved in entrepreneurship pretty much my whole life. Um, my pops owns a small business, so he actually passed the business down to me. I've been kind of involved with that. It's a, a green house. Um, 
it's not the greenhouse you're thinking about, but we actually sell plants and flowers and everything. That's right there in the hood. Okay. Um, we're on Cinco and Dexter. We've been a staple in the community for the last 30, 35 years. Oh, um, I'm familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Where where are you who I'm who is that that's familiar? Is that Jay, Jay or Dan? Yeah, that's Jay. That's Jay. Yeah, I'm familiar, that's man. I used, to, yeah, I used to stay uh my my grandparents stay uh over there, so every day we would get dropped off over there. I see the floor spot. The uh Okay, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, right there on the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We you just know, uh, you know very deep rooted in the community, no pun intended. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know what uh, so last week or last month, you know, what I'm saying through Black, Black History Month, we got this thing where uh, we kind of borrowed it from Big uh, from Killer Mike, where you know we turned Fridays into Black Fridays and like patronize a Black business. And all I, last month, I love it. We was just uh, shouting out different businesses because we want people to buy Black and keep the money in the community. And when I saw this, I'm like, man, this is perfect. And somebody from here, from the neighborhood, with a, a innovative idea because a lot of times you know it may be a, a repeat idea this is the first time i've seen something like this and i think it's really really dope yeah, yeah. and the thing is I, I, you know that's the whole idea or concept behind it is to do something a little bit different and be innovative you know but also to show that we can do it and expand you know so it's, it's not just about me you know uh, this was this was opened up to uh many different people as far as an opportunity to, to partner up and take advantage and be a part of it um and moving forward we're gonna have those opportunities open again and so uh with the with the marijuana industry being legalized right now or last year they say it was an 11 billion dollar industry hmm. by 2020 they're expecting it to be a 22 billion dollar industry that's doubling in in, in a year um, if we get a, a fraction of that, you know what I'm saying? We can, we can do so much, not, I mean, we can go get our nice cars and get a big house and, you know, we could do that, but we can also, you know, uh, create our schools or make these schools better or, you know what I'm saying? Have some training programs or, you know, teach people how to grow, not just marijuana, but their own food or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's so many different things we can do. And this is an opportunity. The industry is opening up. It's, it's in its infancy stages and we can take advantage of it. So that's the whole plan behind it, man. It's you know, I like it. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Uh, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I like when you said that you all found a loophole and made it work for you. Because a lot of times we see, we've seen it for years, white businesses or just other businesses, period. People find loopholes. I that white specifically, yeah. but yeah, other businesses as well. People find loopholes and they make it work for them. And it, I was just looking at something today, uh, the, the Amazon not paying no taxes. And because they found a loophole in the system. And the fact that you found one and are able to monetize off of it and even put yourself in a position where you can hire other people and make sure that they can monetize and, you know, sustain life off of what, off of what you're doing right now is amazing, fam. Yeah. And let me touch back on, touch back on the Amazon thing. If, if I can, Go ahead. um, Amazon, you know, they didn't find a loophole. They they created one. You know, these these companies or, or corporations, they they the ones who they making the laws. You know what I'm saying? And so if if we we not in a position to to create the law, we better at least know them. You know what I'm saying? It's to be to be ignorant is no excuse. With, with 160 billion dollars, I got some powerful lobbyists that can get things pushed across 
you know what I'm saying, pushed across Congress and things of that nature. Uh, so question. What the hell? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so with this, so how long have y'all been in business? We've been in. Let me see. We actually launched um, Super Bowl Sunday, so <laughs> February third, I believe. Okay. Okay. Have you come into? Is it? Are so? Is there anywhere or somebody? If somebody wants to order, is there a place that you cannot deliver to because of different laws and restrictions? Um, so technically, we can deliver anywhere in, in the state of Michigan. Okay. But right now, we're only, we're only operating in, uh, I believe, five cities. So we got Detroit is the main city that we started in. We were only open in Detroit for the first couple of weeks. And one of the issues was we had a lot of orders and you know, I'm saying requests for delivery outside of the city. So we opened it up to the surrounding suburbs. Uh, we got Southfield, Oak Park, um, of course, Highland Park and Hamtramck, Redford. Um, I believe those those are it right now. So any any cities outside that specific zone can't get delivered right now. But as we gain more drivers, you know what I'm saying, we're, we're rapidly expanding. Okay. So if I'm sitting in the uh, I'm out down at Wayne State on my college campus, can I can I have you pull up? If you're at Wayne State on your college campus, um, I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's in Michigan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and we're not we're not selling anything, so uh, yeah. I mean, right? We I don't. Mean, uh, yeah. our, our drivers don't enter dorm rooms or anything like that. Gotcha. Um, so we 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 haven't had any problems with the law yet. Okay. I say yet, you know, what I'm saying? fingers crossed. And but man, I hope y'all don't. I hope y'all to, don't. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, we we hope so too. But if if that so happens to happen, we we get very. You know what I'm saying? We cross our T's and dot our I's. Okay. Now, do you need a card in order to order from you all? No, you don't need, you need an ID. You have to be 21 or older. It's, it's recreational. We don't deal with me, uh, medical or medicinal at all. Okay. And so it doesn't involve a medicinal or a med- medical marijuana card. Man, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the perfect shit yeah. for me. Because I was... I tweeted the other night, man, like I was at the crib. I said, man, I wish somebody could bring me some Swishers, <laughs> something to snack on and shit. Man, how many times you just been been in the crib like that? I don't, I don't feel like going out, man. But, yeah. I, you know, that's it. That's what's, the concept. What's the normal turnaround time for delivery? I'm sorry? I said, what's the normal turnaround time for delivery? If I order now, you know, is hour, half hour, how long I'm typically waiting? Uh, no, it's usually about 25, 30 minutes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, we, we trying to get it, we trying to get it down, you know what I'm saying? Maybe about 15, 20, but right now it's about 25, 30. I mean, that's quicker than shit. Uber Eats gonna come out with my pizza, so I mean, that's... Right, right. I ain't, that ain't nothing to complain about. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, man. You, uh, y'all, both of y'all live in the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah we both in the city. Oh yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all gotta definitely try it out. You gotta try. It. Uh, I'm, I'm certain before the weekend is out, <laughs> I, I would have yeah, patronized yeah, the business. Yeah. Now I, I don't, <laughs> I don't participate in the herbal essence, but I do want to. Oh. Uh, and like, since the industry has been opened up, I want to get involved in the industry. I don't want to actually uh, sell weed. I mean, sell, but. I guess the analogy I heard somebody say is like, I want to sell the shovels in the gold rush. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to. Yeah, I like that. You know I, what I mean? So I like that. Like, let's look. Let's look at it like a. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
So like I may not have the actual product, but like I want to get into some fertilizer business. I want to get to to you know like what what are you using to if you a grower like what what kind of products are you using to put in to grow? Like it's a lot of different, um, ve- a lot of things around uh, accessories and add-ons that you can make some money off of and not actually sell the actual item. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let's the industry. It's a it's a, a whole new industry, and so we have to look at the industry as as a whole. We can't look at it as, as just yeah. We can't think of it as just like oh, I got some weed and I got a blunt and I smoke it. You know, the, the cannabis or marijuana industry is so large and so many different, I guess, things that branch off of it. And so if we compare it to. I mean, we live in, in the city. We live in Detroit. So let's compare it to the automotive industry. We, we the motor city. You know what I'm saying? We, we're known for selling cars. You know, we, we don't do that much of it anymore, but we're known for selling cars. And not only, you know what I'm saying, are there car companies that exist in Michigan and, and that are thriving, but you have, you got, uh, companies that make seats and you got companies mm-hmm. that make windows and yeah. you have companies that, so many you know different saying, make parts. tires. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, so it's, it's so many different um, ways to get in and take advantage of an industry just now opening up. And for so long, we've been criminalized and ostracized and uh, penalized and any other negative eyes you can think of. And I say now it's time to, you know, take advantage of it and remove the stigma and actually uh, move forward with it. Create some wealth. Yeah. Generational exactly. wealth. Exactly, generational wealth. And that's, you know, like, that's the idea behind it. We want to be at the forefront. So, we need the city behind us, the state behind us. And well, you got our you got our support, man. We You definitely got our support, man. Yeah, and, and, and when you ain't out here working in these streets one day, you definitely got to come through and uh, kick I got to drop in, man. Yeah, I got to drop in. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we open right now, and so, um, I'm actually, you know what I'm saying, running it from where I am, man. I'm looking over these orders and everything. Man, um, that's that's extremely dope, man. Like, so when I be out and about, I be seeing drivers for Lyft. You know, they got the little that little purple light that be flat. I mean, that they have like in yeah. their dashboard. Yeah. I would love to see the green <laughs> hashtag when yeah. they driving around. Like, that would be dope. I would love to see that, man. Yeah, man, that's that's one of the visions we have. See, one of, another issue that we are in the city. So the reality of it is, yeah. a lot of people um, who you know maybe were weary at first or beforehand, I would say, you know, mainly about the safety of of everything. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you riding around with a yeah. a big green, you know, what I'm saying symbol or something that yeah, that might make, make you a victim. Yeah, 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 target or something like that. But we we take you know every every precaution that we can to to make the, make sure the transaction is as safe and as smooth as possible, including verifying age, identity. Uh, you know, what I'm saying through the ID. Um, you know, you have the driver's information. The driver has your information, uh, and the drivers don't. You know, legally, the amount that you can carry a transport is is, is two and a half ounces. Um, our drivers carry much, much less than that. The most they gonna carry at the time is about eight grams. You know okay. what I'm saying? And so, of yeah. course, people, uh, this is a city and, you know, things happen for much less. But, you know, I, I think that that's one way to limit the risk and what we got going on. But yeah. so far, man, so far, so good. It's been nothing but love. It's been well received. 
Yeah. Man, I'm probably I got this whole thing bulletproof right now. I'm I'm positive some of our <laughs> listeners is gonna go to gonna enjoy that and be hitting y'all up, man. Hell yeah, man, yeah. definitely. Look at every So uh, so where uh where can people um follow y'all on social media and also get the app? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So um let me say another thing about the whole law and how, how it's moving. On a federal level, it's still classified as Schedule One. It's, it's still illegal. Yeah. Um, when Jeff Sessions, the former Attorney General, was in there, he was somebody who hated weed. He was also somebody who hated uh, weed or some people who look like us, and so he was very strict on uh, the marijuana. You know, as far as enforcement, they didn't do much, but he was much more strict than the former Attorney General. So. Now he's out of there. They're not as tough, even though it's still technically illegal on a federal level. On the state level, um, you know what I'm saying? It's legal. And so it's, it's kind of interesting how you have to operate, uh, but dealing with different. So, for example, the social media, Facebook, our Facebook was uh, actually suspended because they're saying we violated their policy. Um, interestingly enough, our Instagram is still up. That's Hashcab app. I say it in, in a minute again, but I don't know. Facebook owns Instagram, and our Instagram is up, and Facebook is down, so I don't know exactly how that works. That's but, wild. Uh, yeah, but we popping on Instagram. Um, this, the, the Instagram uh, handle is at hashtag hashcab app. That's H A S H C A B A P P. Man, that's dope. It's innovative. Um, um, and you from the city, so we rocking with it a hundred percent, my brother. Hell yeah, yes sir, yes sir. And we we looking for drivers too, man. We we, we hiring drivers, man. We looking for more drivers. I'm sure somebody who 21 with a, who don't got no job but got a license, fam. He go he go free. He go man, that's, that's what I'm saying. We, we trying. To, we we might have to start a program or something to, to pay for the license, man. That's, we got we we in a city where uh, you know uh, we got the insurance through the roof, so um, we got a lot of people who drive but no insurance or drive with no license yeah. or yeah. might have some L's but no car. You yeah, know that's that's one of the issues that, that we find. One of us on this podcast is doing that. Uh, I live my life, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> doing what exactly? Uh, driving uh, with no uh, L's. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's always at least one out of three with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, that tends to be the ratio with a lot of things. And my 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 theory is, I don't need the shit unless I get pulled over. <laughs> I don't need license, registration, proof of insurance unless I get pulled over. So, hey, I feel you. That's most of us. Well, well, folks, uh, we don't know. We don't normally ask y'all for a lot, man. But go follow these guys on hash hash cap app on Instagram and uh, put an order in, man. Have them pull up. The order, man. We 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 open now until we got y'all got about two hours. We might make it a happy hour or something. Yeah, well, we record this. Uh, we be dropping this episode tomorrow. We drop on Saturday mornings, man. So they had all day. We dropping this early in the morning. Oh, they got all all day there. Well, you got about twelve hours there <laughs> yeah. for sure. You got for about sure. twelve hours there. We be twelve. You got twelve hours. We'll be there in twenty five minutes. Can't beat it. Hey man, this is a perfect Saturday, like for a nigga like me to smoke, and that maybe right. like to have a young lady over to smoke. Yeah, look, I order, yeah. I get Uber oh, Eats, we, order us something to eat, <laughs> half, half cab, get get us something to munch on, and uh, 
We in for the night, sweetheart. I mean, look, we we got the couples packs on the weekend, man. So if you looking, if you looking to really do something, you know, we had the Valentine's Day packs back on Valentine's Day. We got the couple packs on the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm always down when at, you had yeah. add a little uh, razzle dazzle to the weekend. I'm down. <laughs> a little razzle dazzle, a little something. You know, hey, not, man, not too much. The fact that y'all started. <laughs> The fact that y'all started on, the fact that y'all started on Super Bowl Sunday is a good look because you know everybody together, everybody trying to get their things together. That's yeah. a perfect. Oh, yeah. And I ain't got to go that, nowhere. That was, just pull up. Yeah, man. Hey, that, what? That was good. <laughs> the team, man, with the strategy, I love it, man. It was uh that was a fun first first day, man. It was it was hectic, but it, it was a good hectic. It was it was kind of crazy, but it was it was a good crazy, man. So we had we had a very successful loss, and since then we've done nothing but but grown and expanded, and we're looking to you know continue to do that and do it the right way. Hey man, we wishing y'all nothing but continued success. Like I said, when business ease up, you get a couple more drivers, and you can remove yourself for a little bit. Hey man, the door is always open for y'all to come through and kick it. Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I can't wait, man. We can't wait to get in there. For sure. All right, man. Yes, we we appreciate you, man. I uh I'll give you a call a little bit later or tomorrow, man, and chop it up a little bit more about something else. Jay and Dave, it's it's the rock, man. Let me say one more thing. Um, I got another app. It's Detroit or Nothing or the Detroit On app. Um, we got over three hundred businesses on there. Mm. Uh, these businesses, these are actual businesses within the city of Detroit. They hire Detroiters. They support uh, community organizations. They allow interns. They train in people. Um, and they're offering discounts. They're offering discounts for you to come in there and buy certain things. And they also offer discounts when you go out and do things in the community and co- uh, complete certain causes. So let's say uh, it's a, I don't know, it's a community cleanup. You go out there and clean up for a couple hours and you get 20% off at a certain business. So. Mm. Okay. Check that out too. That that app is actually available on Apple and uh, Android. What's the um, name of it Detroit again? Detroit on Detroit O N. Okay, perfect, man. Cause um, yeah, we got the studio running, man. We got about sixty different podcasts that record out of here, man. So it's a lot of people in and out of here daily. Um, if you got like some flyers, some postcards, or something, we're gonna be promoting and um, try to get you. And connect with a couple of these other podcasts for some um, some advertising and promo ventures, you know? I would love to. I would love to. I'm telling you, I place, place the order. We had one of the drivers drop all that off for you, man. <laughs> but no, I, I, I definitely want to set, set up a time where I can um, drop in. We can drop in and, you know, uh, we can chop it up for real, for real. Man, the door is always open, fam. Hashcap yes, app. Follow me on Instagram right now. Hashcap app. Let's get it. All right. Peace, fam. Yes, I appreciate you, brothers. Have a good one. You too. Man, that's cold, dog. <laughs> I didn't know all of that came with it. Man, that's cold, man. It's crazy how things come together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tiff, Tiffany underscore Allure on Instagram. Uh, I've she, seen, I think she follows, yeah, follows yeah, all, that's all the her home. shit. Um, so she has sent it to the uh, to the little group we got on Instagram. I'm like, man, let me, because like, what is this exactly? I'm like, well, I don't. I looked at him like, I don't know. Like, are they, like, I couldn't figure it out and be 100% sure. I'm like, I'm about to reach out. And um, and now we know, knowing is half the motherfucking battle. Facts, man. I need to, you know, I mean, that may be something that we can um, invest in early. Hell yeah. Because. It's right on the ground floor. That's like it's saying. It's right on the ground floor. That's like saying, I got this app called Uber. It's only like four of us right now, but I think it can take off. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I remember when I saw an interview with Gary V, 
and he said he was approached by Uber like on four different occasions, and yeah. they wanted just like twenty grand. The lock said they was approached by Uber, and if they and if he had invested that twenty grand. The locks and Eve, they, but they was in New York City, and this was years ago, and they were like, nigga, we got cabs. Yeah. Like, what? But. I mean, sometimes you jump in on the ground floor or something, and you look up. And you, my homeboy's father, when we was kids, he invested in a cell phone tower. Mm. Like, back when, like, cell phones was big as bricks and shit. And niggas laughed at him then, but uh, motherfuckers ain't laugh when he started cashing them checks. So. Hey, if we can get it on the bottom floor or something, I'm sure we got a, a little bit of money in a petty cash, petty cash account that we can uh, contribute. Hey man, we um, I'm all for anything that got to do with black folks um, getting money, getting setting up industries where they can build wealth and support that community. Because that Detroit own app, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with that too, because um, that's kind of like what we was what we just talking about before we called them. As far as people upset with how downtown and everything is, is shaping up, like get involved. gives you different options, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like get involved, man. Just get involved. And man, I want generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, for me that's the goal. I want my kids' kids to be straight. Like when I when I close my eyes, I don't want to leave nobody with a motherfucking bill and 10 grand to spread across eight, nine motherfuckers. I want I want when when daddy closes eyes, I want everybody to be cool. I mean, I just want to be able to leave something, a business um, for another generation. Yeah. Somebody else. You know what I mean? So leave like, a blueprint. Like, I don't you don't have to go look for a job. You don't have to go get your college degree in order to work here. This is a business that your dad own, your uncle own, whoever in the family own and your college degree. You're going to go there. Just so you can get some knowledge. I don't care about that certificate. I don't care if you graduate. I want you to go somewhere, build the knowledge, and then bring that knowledge for us, and we can build that up. The, the paperwork at the end of the day, I don't care about. I don't care where you get the knowledge at, to be perfectly honest, as long as you get it and you can help benefit the the, the overall team, the, the greater good. And that's what I'm trying to strive for in a bunch of different categories. So, yeah, And man. it's going to work because – it's like got to. How, 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 how it's got to. We, we are above average at everything that we do. Yeah, man. So uh, you got a, a music pick this week? I do got a music pick this week. Uh, my music pick this week is from a friend of the show, somebody that I respect as an MC, our homeboy City, dropped a project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also dropped some visuals. For one of the singles on the project, hold on, let me pull it up. The name of the project is "Escape My Trouble." The one that he dropped the visuals for was uh "Burnt Rubble." Yeah, I've been listening, fam. Um, and City, uh, we're gonna get him up here pretty soon for the Cipher series. To drop a Cipher, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's my music pick of the week. I'm going with the home team, going with the homie City. Okay, well, you know, my who's man's is this? Unfortunately, is uh, also a hometown pick. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar uh, with uh, a, a, a little story that came out today, but there was a young man who was arrested and he's facing 40 years in prison. For what? Uh, you sent me the story, nigga. Oh! <laughs> self-made cash. Self-made cash. Now, listen, I don't know the brother, and I'm I'm pretty sure some of y'all do. I don't want no smoke, but you still going to get whose man's is this. Um, like... When you're doing illegal activities, specifically swiping and, and doing all this stuff. You can't be broadcasting that shit. Well, let me rephrase. When you allegedly 
Okay. Because you are innocent until you prove proven guilty. guilty. I don't want to throw you like Even that. Even though they treat you like it's the opposite. Yeah, but like if your IG page say you're the number one scammer and and you and you got Ben King and you 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 actually sell he's, he's got a chain with a credit card. He Jack. got an iced out gold <laughs> credit card around his neck. And you selling services on telling people how to scam and whatever. Like, come on, fam. If niggas know to come to you for the information, then the police know too, dog. Fuck yeah. And you're a rapper and you put that shit up. Like, stop doing stuff, illegal stuff, and then telling everybody that you're doing illegal stuff. Just stop, man. Just stop. Like, it's we, not, it's we not, live in an Instagram era. Niggas don't know how to keep their mouth shut. And then, like, I look through the IG page and shit. I mean, he a young fella, man. He a young kid. 25 years old I mean I'm not a kid you know you're an adult but young like, man you're a young man man like I'll be wanting you got a big homie on sometimes so this, this is what I want right let's say you get in the game and you crack some bins you do all that stuff right and you get you a couple bags now that you got a couple dollars up man go open up a business man go 10,000 get you a subway facts 10,000 get you a subway go buy you a, a, a Captain J's dog Cause don't know black people own them yet. No, like go get you. You know, go wherever you frequent. Go get into that. Go copy your cell phone shop. Cause somebody gonna crack the iPhone screen today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah, think, hopefully it's not me. Like go, like come on, man. We gotta, we gotta get this money, dog. They think, legally. Yeah. Like, I, hey, a lot of these rich companies and they, they, they startup came from illegal. Illegal money. Then but you, you get out of this shit. Yeah, I just wash, needed, wash the money. I just needed a boost. Not yeah, I'm not saying laundry, boost. but get out of it. Yeah, dog. But who mans is this man? Hopefully, you know he facing forty years. Like, listen, I don't think nobody should do forty years. Forty years is a long time. The fuck yeah. Like, I don't think people realize. Like, I think to a certain extent, no matter what you do, after twenty years, you should just come home. Like if you've been in prison, like twenty years, you're a different you're a different animal. Twenty years later, if you've been in prison for twenty years, like f- I know people do some really fucked up shit. Twenty years in hard time, yeah. depending on what prison you in. I know a nigga that did eighteen and came home, like, and he was a different motherfucker. Hey, when we went to pick this nigga up, we handed him a cell phone so he'd call his mama. Motherfucker didn't know what to do with it. Like, what is this? this yeah. is new, <laughs> it's the new Game Boy. This Game Boy thin as hell, ain't it? <laughs> he ain't know what to he like. Literally, he was like, "Here, call your mama, tell her we got you." Niggas like, "What the fuck?" If he would have shown him a Facetime, he'd been like, "Wow." <laughs> oh, it took him a while to get reacclimated back to society. I bet. So I mean, twenty years will fuck you up, man. I bet. I mean, this is a nigga I went. To, I hadn't seen a nigga since the summer after eighth grade. He and he did twenty. He did eighteen years. He went and picked him up. And like life, life was completely different for them. I bet it's like yeah. I I can only imagine. So, uh, hopefully he get his stuff. I don't want the nigga to get forty years, fam. Nah. Like I don't know. Give me, I don't want nobody to just to go unless somebody physically got harmed. Like come on, man. Give but you're on some dumb shit, fam. You one hundred percent on some dumb shit. Give him a couple. You know I'm, what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at this Instagram page and it's you with bands everywhere, fam. It seemed like people got to prove how much money I got. Oh, y'all said this shit was fake. Look at this. Look how much. Like, come on, fam. Who man? Because niggas this? can't move in silence. It's one of y'all mans in real life because y'all in the city. Yeah. So it's one of y'all mans. Don't bring him up here. I don't want no smoke. Yeah, man. God bless you, young brother. I just, 
you know, turn this shit around, man. Like, yeah. what, which the information that you know now that you use for evil, you could have easily used. I tell you what, in a though, different way. That James kind of cold though. <laughs> I mean, that's just sweet as fuck. And it's got the chip in it it's too, a, nigga. It's a gold American Express card with the diamonds on that bitch. That yeah, bitch cold. Boy. Underscore self made cash. Go check it out on Instagram because his followers went up like 10,000 today. Yeah. Yeah. He said he about to get on bond in two days. So he going to be out here. Just stay out here, man. <laughs> Just figure out, get you a good lawyer. Get that cross eyed nigga that Sam be putting out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> and. Get you a good lawyer and stay out of jail, young fella. And then come over to the podcast and kick it with it. Yeah. After the case is over. And then we turn off these mics and you can tell talk. Us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us so we can get our studio together. Yeah, you know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Get a couple we just desks need in the, here. We just need the boost. We ain't trying to stay in. Yeah. Just, All right, let me get off Get some shit, nice uh, shit up in here. Hey, I just said, don't talk about illegal shit. <laughs> right. And then we pandering the nigga to tell us how to do it. Oh, man. Uh, right. That's it, man. It's time for the Benny. It's Dame Gone Wild on everything that matter. Uh, you know what, man? I just want to, again, say thank you to everybody that's reached out, the text, the DMs emails everybody that's you know reached out to me i sincerely appreciate it i love you i appreciate the support you know again it's been a humbling experience i can honestly say god spared my life and i'm glad that just a, a couple people out here give a fuck about it i'm literally at the end of the day a west side nigga that just like to run his mouth and talk shit and the fact that i've been able to touch as many people and people fucking genuinely care about me crazy you know it it, it touches a nigga in a, in a in a soft spot in soft spot in my heart so i appreciate it uh man you know what's interesting dog cuz um i don't think about this at all but like we've been doing a podcast going on 3 years in june right right uh we get a lot of listens from all over the country all over the world yeah um, been doing the podcast with Ant for 35 weeks. You know what I mean? And like, we get a lot of listens, a lot of, I just be forgetting, um, sometimes the weight of our voices, so to speak. Like we not like the breakfast club yeah, or no, yeah. whatever, but like sometimes like we'll have a conversation about something. And I get a message and like somebody said, they was offended by something I said and like literally want to have a, like a, a detailed conversation with me. I'm like, you know, it just be weird sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I, it make you think, and then just the genuine, the genuine love and support that we be getting uh, from people. That who, shit is amazing to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who listen to us or support across all different platforms or whatever shit you may post a link with you on unsavory antics or whatever. Oh, let me go listen to that or whatever. Yeah. Like I, it, it can't, it's, it can't be understated that like how much we respect and how much we love the 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 respect the Look, admiration man, we the started whole nine yards we started and, three years ago and we wouldn't get nothing but 30 40 listens a week you know i i never thought in my wildest dreams it would turn into what it's still turning into so yeah. you know it's it's respected and appreciated facts i will say this though is um it's right around the corner but may is Urban Podcast Month. Say it again now. Uh, the month of May is Urban Podcast Month. That's not a Detroit thing. That's not a, a Michigan thing. That's a, a worldwide Urban Podcast Month is uh, in the month of May. Last year was the first one, was the inaugural. Yep. And uh, we're going to have another event this year. Um, but if you do a podcast, hashtag Urban Podcast Month, 
2019 and uh tag us in a, if you have throw an event tag us in the event we want to shout them out we want to make sure and that shit, if you're local we'll fuck around and pop up facts. We ain't, invite we ain't us no whole niggas invite us out shout out to the connected experience and tag aj and sj tag tce pod and any event that you got shop talk podcast shop talk podcast studios i'm like i'm not saying that we the rockefeller podcast but we are jay and dave hell yeah peace